Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Fruitful Living, a Blythe Mitrels podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Marie, a life mastery and wardrobe coach whose main MO is to free individuals from comparison culture. I'm silly, spiritual, and uber passionate about living a life in true alignment and fulfillment. Dive in with me as we look at actionable steps, books, and conversations that help you bear a fruitful lifestyle and which serves you. Hello, everyone. Hello, beautiful people. Wow. Okay, we're in episode three of Life's To-Do List. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so happy you're here. Uh, Truthfully, I am. It's a joy. Um, Yeah, so if you missed last week's episode, uh, we talked about tending to my garden. So that is the second list on Life's To-Do List, tend to my garden, okay? Yeah. Do you notice that I just kind of dive in? Yeah, I just kind of dive in. There's no like real like chit chat right before. Should there be chit chat before? If you would like chit chat before, um, why don't you let me know? Why don't you let me know uh, if that's something that you would enjoy me chit chatting with myself? <laughs> you know, I just feel like we're all here for a reason, right? Like we want to get the gist, we want to get the lowdown. And uh, I just want to take it on. So, anywho, right. So, yeah. So, um, in last week, right, we talked about Tend to My Garden in this season of Life's To-Do List, which are items on a list that I have curated to check back in with and connect with every now and then as life progresses, because that'll help you achieve the wholesome, fruitful, abundant lifestyle that you are seeking. Yeah, give you that balance. Give you that chicness. Give you that um, magic. Give you the magic. Because when we have stability, we have freedom. I know, that doesn't sound real, but it is. It is. When you have a good grounding, when you have a place to come back to then we're able to reach for the stars and know we're going to land safely when we come back down. So, uh, right, so tending to your garden, to tend to my garden, that's the second list, second item on the list. And, uh, and I asked you some questions, and I wanted you to sketch out your garden in whatever way that looks like, whether that's a collage, whether that's a journal, spreadsheet, if you drew it, you know, whatever. Um, just as long as you did something. It could be one thing. It could be all of the things like I did. But I asked you five questions around that. And so I'm going to repeat them here. What are you building? Can you see the blueprint? What flowers are you passionate about? What's your foundation? And what is the fruit of your labor? And could this be your happy place? Oh, wait, that's four questions. No, that's five. I can count. So, yeah, so I asked you five questions, and um, if you haven't shared with me what you've done yet, or maybe you're just waiting to do it till you know, you're ready to do it, that's cool. Um, But when you are ready, uh, please share with me. I want to see it. Definitely, definitely, definitely. 
So the third item on life's to-do list, let's get into it. This is a big one, guys. This is huge. This one right here. Um, reason being is because, I'm kind of kind of give it away, is because we have so much debt. We have uh, so much strife, like, you know, this huge amount of worry that gets into our skin and our bones and our muscles and, and it just, ooh, it wreaks havoc. So that's why it's really important that we, da 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 nurture stability into your finances. So the third item is nurture stability into my finances, that's something you got to check up on, you know, frequently. Not that we want to shit all over ourselves, hashtag Tony Robbins. Um, but it's, yeah, we got to do it. We got to do it. So um, I will say, I do want to share this. In in this section, what I have outlined here feels very, it feels very nonlinear to me. Um, it doesn't feel like a straight line of content and processing. So that's just a warning because, you know, I think that this is a very complex topic. But yeah, I mean, nurturing stability into finances, that's that can be really um, that can be really difficult, especially since we think of money as a dirty word. Yes. Yes, we do. I think, you know, I think if it's a dirty word, like bitch is a dirty word, you know? Um, because the word bitch is being re- formatted or is now being in used in different ways like I, the way I use bitch I talk about this in spiritual bitches of Seattle um I, I use it as a term of endearment I call lots of people bitch I'm like bitch you look so cute <laughs> or I love you bitch you know I mean things like that so it's it's fun right it's really fun I mean but it can still be used as uh something derogatory something that's offensive um definitely it, it, it can still be a very dirty word. And money is the same thing. Money, it's complex. Like I said before, it's complicated. It's incredibly complicated. Um, when we think of money, we think of, you know, uh, resources. We think of opportunity. We think of magic, right? We can also think of, like I said before, worry, strife. Um, we can think of, you know, being in poverty, um, it's, and then money, when we talk about it, right, people aren't comfortable talking about money, which, um, that changed my life. I actually wrote a blog post about this, um, not too long ago. It was my second blog post. Um, if you want to go check that out on my site, but, um, you know, about how we think about investing money and it was going over the difference between something being too expensive and something being in not having enough money for something. So, and there is a total difference. It's, it's a mindset thing. Absolutely. And it's a literal thing when you apply it. But I talk about this in, in that post. So you may have seen it before, but talking about money with a good friend of mine, it just absolutely changed the way that I think about money. I was already on my path to like financial freedom. Financial freedom was very important to me. It has been important to me. Um, something I'm absolutely striving for. Um, that I have specific goals that I'm trying to get to. Um, I have million dollar, I, actually I have billion dollar ideas, which, you know, we'll see if that comes into fruition. Um, you know, but it's, uh, it's huge and it would be incredible for so many people to experience and to be a part of like my billion dollar idea isn't, um, buying a million yachts. 
It's about creating an experience. It's about creating opportunity. It's about creating magic. Wow. The same words I used to describe money. Interesting, interesting, interesting. But yeah, no, I mean, so like it absolutely changed the way I think of money because I was already, again, I was already working on financial freedom and I already had like these ideas. Um, but there is still that idea of I'm unworthy or there was still that idea that I had to have everything together. I do not have everything together. I have crazy debt. I have crazy debt that I'm trying to, you know, tidy up ASAP. Absolutely. I'm trying to get all of my eggs into that basket while also living a fruitful, wholesome, abundant life. Hello, 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 honey. And having an abundant life comes in, you know, really comes in pair when, uh, you know, you're able to pay off that debt when you're able to live without debt. So it's, you know, it's complicated. So again, you know, money can be a really dirty word. And I'm sure, you know, I'm, I'm not even diving into spaces where it can be incredibly money, but you know, it's, it's, it's so personal to so many people. And just like we talk about religion, um, and that's incredibly personal, regardless if you are, you know, if you follow a specific faith, or if you are agnostic or atheist, it doesn't matter. It's very personal. We have very intense feelings about whatever it is. And same thing with money. Yet we are able to talk about religion when we're in safe spaces. We're able to talk about politics when we're in safe spaces. Why not money? Why not money? Why not money? Money is so complicated. You know, I've been getting into that and I definitely think I Describe that when I talked about how money is a dirty word. I mean, I was a huge ramble, but I mean, you followed me. It's especially complicated when you don't have any. Uh, it's also complicated when you do have a good financial padding, but you have income dysmorphia. Yeah, that shit's real. When you feel like you don't have any because you have been holding so tight to it for so long and you're not able to invest in yourself or you know, do things with it that are actually beneficial to your life, right? So um, it can also be complicated when you have a big life change coming out that's going to run you dry, right? Like you're going to buy a house, you have a baby coming, um, you're getting married and you guys want like a crazy ass wedding, which that's cool. Um, but then that occurs and what do you do then? What, what do you, what do you do then? What do you do when you don't have enough money? What do you do when you, when you have income dysmorphia? What do you do when you have a big change coming and it's going to go dry, right? So I actually want to take a pause here. And um, before I dive any further, I, I just, I feel like I need to let out a disclaimer that I am not a financial coach, right? I just told you that like I have crazy debt, <laughs> I am not a financial coach. Not that I think that you can't be a, a, a successful, a wonderful uh, financial coach if you have debt. I mean, that could come from a myriad of different things. And if you're knocking things out and you could really help people, absolutely. I that's That's not a criteria, but I'm just saying that like for me, I am not in a space where I could be a financial coach. I do talk about finances in my coaching, um, but that's not all I talk about. And I talk elements of finances. But anywho, so I'm I'm so disclaimer is I'm not a financial coach. You know, that may be something that I might be interested in doing in the future. And I also might be interested in doing some health coaching too. Like <laughs> what? What? 
I have all of these interests. I have all of these interests into these topics because they've been overwhelming in my life, right? I mean, I don't know. We'll see. But right now, in this moment, you know, for me, like I said, the debt, it's just that's what I'm that's what I'm focusing on. And I just feel like I'm not ready to dive into financial coaching. So yes, yeah, so, I mean, maybe, maybe sometime in the future. For me though, right now, I mean, I've already got my I've already got my wardrobe coaching and my life mastery coaching, and that's abundant and that's full and that feels great to me. And um, honestly, in my own personal life, I'm just trying to get my debt off my back because you know what? It impacts how far my business is going to grow. It definitely puts a barrier over the growth of my business. It it definitely impacts the way I'll be able to invest in myself at what levels. And uh, it affects me being able to buy a house, uh, support a family, um, do, do any of the things, right? I, I'm still living, I think I'm still living with the most. I'm definitely living in abundance and luck. I have, I live in luxurious things, right? I have a whole creative studio, right? Like that just didn't happen. I brought in the right things in my life. Um, I really worked on myself. I did the work and I was able to create the space in my home and I am so grateful. So, so grateful. Thank you, universe. Thank you, me. Thank you, my partner. Yeah, but you know, like, but still I live with debt. So there's definitely a balance there. Anyways, I'm saying all this because I'm there with you. I just want you to know that I'm there with you, that I'm not a financial coach. I don't have all the answers, um, but I do have like a really nice guideline, which is what this episode is about, right? Um, But yeah, I'm there with you. I'm I'm there with you. Um, And for someone who has a very tight budget in general, I'm pretty stress-free about it. Like I just said, I have a whole creative studio in my home. Um, Part of that is because I have an amazing partner, but also because I am abundant. Absolutely. What? What? You're abundant and you have crazy debt? Yes, bitch. Absolutely. I am. Um, I am am beyond blessed. And I work hard for that. I just want to clarify that. I work hard for that. I work hard for those relationships. Um, I work hard on myself. I am constantly investing myself in, in myself every single space that I can get. I mean, truly, me being abundant, uh, money flows into me every single week. And I get little gifts from the universe all the time. Hello, I am Noah. Yes, my gifts from the universe. I am Noah. I have built it. And those who are aligned with my journey and my purpose, they shall come. They shall come, bitch. They shall come. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, honey. Yes, honey. I am Noah and I have built it. So it's going to come, right? I mean, I sound pretty confident, right? I mean, yeah. Hello. So let me just dive right in. Let me just tell you, let me just tell you how I got here. So what really changed that mindset for me after months and months, almost two years, looking into stable income and then financial freedom was opening up to a friend who confided in me. And let me know that she has been and is in the same boat as me, debt-wise. Like we've we've got debt and we're just we're we we gotta take care of it. At this time, um, I was beyond broke. I was trying to fake it till I make it. Um, I was swimming all the time in self-shame. And I felt like I was in a dark hole all alone. Yeah. So opening up to this, my good friend of mine, which honestly I think is one of the pivotal starting points of our fabulous friendship that is blooming and growing. I love you, girl. She knows who I'm talking about. Opening up to her and her sharing vulnerability 
letting me know she's got crazy debt too from school that she's been trying to knock out as best as she can. But it's like, it's really hard, you know? And she let me know that we weren't alone. Hello. (laughs) It's not just her and I who are trying to knock out this debt. And I knew that, but, but when you think of it in the masses, right? We're millennials. This is a millennial problem. I mean, it's not just millennials, but if you're living in the millennial day and age, the millennial financial day and age, um, this, this is happening to everyone. This is happening to the majority of us. We're soldiered off to college with pressure from society to finish in four years, right? Four years. I mean, we think about kids and how like we want to grow up and we want to be adults really fast, but woo, we do not stress that enough as adults that like it's not necessary. You don't got your shit together at 22. I don't care if you got a degree. You do not get your shit together. It's not going to happen anytime soon. That's what your 30s are for. 20s are to be messy, right? We just, we don't get that. So then we get, you know, we're pressured, crazy debt. And, uh, and then we're supposed to become larger than life, right? It's just supposed to all happen after that. So not only do we not share the truth, right? We let them live in this facade. We let them live with this idea that it's possible. And it's not that it's not possible, but it's unlikely. And that's because we have to evolve and we have to grow as human beings. It's it's like, it's not that simple. I mean, so, I mean, yeah, like I said, is it possible? Sure. Could we do it smarter? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hindsight is everything, especially when it comes to money and the decisions that we make. But shaming ourselves and hiding our truth is hiding ourselves back as well as those around us. Yes, honey. Yes, honey. The more we can stand together and be honest about our finances, which has nothing to do with our self-value, though we make it that all the time, our clothes and our money. Those are probably the two most common things that we equate with our self-worth. And it's not, it's not, it's not val- it's not relevant at all. The more that we step outside of that and can be honest with where we're at financially, the more united we're gonna be. Absolutely. And we're gonna be able to get through this together, right? That means we're gonna be choosing the right politicians that are gonna like really fight for us and fight for everyone going to help us reshape this country so that we have better, you know, whether that's free education or if it's just, you know, maybe not pandering to the system, like whatever that means. I mean, this, this is, this is a crisis, an absolute crisis, and we got to do something about it. So just in general, when it comes to money, what I want to do is I want to follow the light and I don't want to follow the dark. I'm not interested in the dark. I'm saying goodbye to the dark. I've already said goodbye to the dark. That's why I feel so confident. That's why I feel so abundant right? I could be more abundant. Absolutely. I'm working on that. But that doesn't change the fact that I am abundant, period. So how do we get that stability, right? That's what we, that's what all of this has come to. <laughs> how do we get that stability that I just dangled in front of you? Um, but then I, you know, went on a huge tangent. Um, <laughs> right? We're finally here. How do we do it? How do we, how do we actually do it? How do we get that stability? For me, instead of asking, how do I get financial stability? I I like to think it as this. Can I live in abundance and have it all? Now I've already answered this, right? But, but just think about it yourself. Can I, can you 
live in abundance and have it all. So, right, this is unlikely, but if if for your having it all, let's go into an example. If for your having it all means having a jet plane and you're making five figures, then if you are one of my coaching clients, this is, you know, hypothetical, I'm just going to an example. So again, if you wanted a jet plane and you were only making five figures, or I shouldn't say only, but you were making five figures, that's that's good. You know, if, I don't know, it can't be. <laughs> Depends where you're at. Um, if you're making five figures and you were one of my clients, you came to me and you were one of my clients, um, I, I would, yeah, I'd, I'd want to break break that down, right? Because that's, that's a jet plane and you're making five figures. So let's do that. I want to do this as something I walk through with you, okay? So let's pretend that you are this client that wants a jet plane that's all, that's making five figures and you're my client, right? Okay. So what I would ask you is what specifically about having a jet plane makes it a part of the dream and ideal life for you? So what is it about having a jet plane that makes it so ideal for you? That makes a part of it, makes you want to dream about it. Now, I'm going to go ahead and assume that most likely the answer is going to be around convenience. It's going to be around status, adventure, luxury, abundance. Yeah? Really, think about it. Probably those things. So to have convenience, status, adventure, luxury, and abundance, I'm just wondering, do you need to have a jet plane? No. No, you don't. But you could get all of that. You could get all the same. So this is just one example. If you got a credit card with travel miles, right? Now, I'm not trying to invite you to take on more debt. I'm just trying to invite you to take it on smartly. So so then what that card does for you with the travel miles is it could turn into a seriously discounted, if not free, plane ride to Spain or whatever, right? Like it could... Instead of having a jet plane, you could just have more access to more adventures and more trips. That is a luxury. So it'll take time to get to that card if you're not at that space or you're not already participating in that, right? The jet plane is going to take even more time. It's going to take a lot of time because you're in five figures. So the point is, is that by changing your perspective, and I think I definitely demonstrated that, that, you know, when you say that you want to have a jet plane because you want to have convenience, status, adventure, luxury, and abundance, right? Change that to, okay, if those are the things that you're looking for, if you just list those five qualities, how in other ways can you get that with the same sense of adventure that you're wanting? That's one of the qualities, okay? So again, my point is by changing your perspective and, it, you know, with, with shifting your mindset, there's ways to live life on your terms. Absolutely. Just just in a more tangible way that you can experience and work towards to in a very present state. Yeah, cuz you're now being aware of other ways that you can be that you can have convenience, status, adventure, luxury, and abundance. Going back to stability, to have stability, You've got to find a way that your finances work for you. That's key here. Finding a way that your finances work for you and not you working for your finances, which may not make sense if you're not able to see the jet plane example 
fully, but I, I think I think you can I think you're jumping on it. I think you get it. The thing is though, be bold, right? Be bold in your life and know where your boundaries are. Find ways to enjoy every part of your life. Every part. For instance, if you have a hard time brushing your teeth before you go to bed, this is real. People have a hard time. Then get a fun toothbrush that makes you excited to use it. Get something super wacky or super super high tech or, you know, whatever you can afford. Get something really joyful. And then, yeah, brushing your teeth, it can be fun. It can absolutely become a fun experience. And then eventually it becomes less about the fun toothbrush, but how fantastic your mouth feels without all the day's grind. You know, like you could even play fun music, like play a specific song that just makes you like, you know, makes you dance and you can dance while you're brushing your teeth, you know, whatever makes it more joyful. Um, what about luxurious meals, right? We got, we live in comparison culture. We're on Instagram. We're looking at the things. We're looking at Pinterest. We're seeing something really beautiful. To me, that that's luxurious meals. Maybe it's like food that you found when you were in Paris or whatever. But yeah, so like to get that, find a way to enjoy cooking at home and make them yourself. That's pretty simple. If you want luxurious meals, instead of going out all the time, you know, why don't you learn how to make the food yourself and make it in a way that really styles you, especially if the food that you love so much, you always ask for substitutions. Then you don't have to ask for substitutions. It's, it's exactly how you want it. You don't ha- you're not paying extra money for someone to cook it for you. It's just like, it's there. It's yours. And you created it, yeah? You know, if you want beautifully tailored clothes, that's another example. You know, that's, that's something that really comes into uh, my conversations a lot, you know, people think if they want tailored clothes, well, I got to go get something new, right? Like this doesn't fit anymore. I got to go get a new shirt. Okay. Well, you know, let me, let me just share something with you. Uh, instead of buying new clothes or a new shirt, instead you could just go hire a tailor. What? 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 Maybe that's not as mind-blowing as I'm making it out to be, but like seriously, you could just go get a tailor. In fact, a lot of dry cleaners, they tailor. So you could go get it dry cleaned and get it tailored. So if this shirt doesn't fit anymore um, or, you know, if you, something is going wrong with the, the seam and you don't know how to sew, go take it to a dry cleaner, 10, 20 bucks, and they repaired your shirt, Okay. That's 10, 20 bucks for that. Or you can maybe go to Goodwill or wherever. Try to find one that's, you know, similar, that kind of does it for you, but maybe has a stain on it. You know, I mean, like I love thrifting, so I'm not like anti-thrifting, but I just mean like this is a little struggle, literal struggle that, you know, I've gone through is I try to find a replacement and I just could not do it, right? A tailor is much more affordable. It'll make the clothes last longer. Hello, hello, hello. So there's definitely other ways that you can access all that you want, all that abundance by making your money work for you and not you working for the money to have experiences. Are you seeing the difference that I'm explaining here? I hope you do. If not, please message me. Okay. So it's all about thinking of the way you spend your money in new ways, right? Transitioning what you were doing before in a way that made you a slave to the money and making it more where you have more padding and you get new experiences from taking things on your own end, right? So um, 
let's do another example. You have $6 left in your bank account. That's the last $6 in your bank account until your paycheck comes in. Okay. I've done this before. <laughs> um, so you decide like, well, I've only got $6. I've got no money anyways. It's basically no money. I might as well take that and just enjoy myself. What can I get for $6? I can't go to Starbucks. I'm going to go to Starbucks and I'm going to go get a latte. Guilty. I've done that before. Yes, I have. But um, no, don't do that anymore. <laughs> if, if, if you're in that spot where you're like living paycheck to paycheck and you're running out of money and you've got that last $6 and you just feel like you want to spend it because whatever, um, don't go to Starbucks anymore. Don't do it. And let me tell you why. What you are searching for, right, in that space, that last $6 is you're searching for abundance, luxury, and joy, right? So if you go to Starbucks, people who go to Starbucks, they have abundance. Starbucks is very luxurious because it's pricey um, and it can be really fun because it's got a lot of sugar in it. It's going to make you crash later and not feel so good. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so... If you're in that space and you're just hell-bent on spending that last $6 so you can have that abundance, luxury, and joy, then instead of buying a latte that will be with you for 30 minutes, yeah, that's not very abundant, buy something that will last you the whole day and that makes you smile. Maybe what you do is, is you go to um, Bartels. That's a convenience store up here, like, you know, Walgreens or whatever. You go to a convenience store and you go get a lipstick right? You go get, or like you go get a new pen, something you can write with and you want to journal that day. Um, something that's going to make you feel good. Maybe it's really hot and you go to the dollar store and you go get a, a folding fan and it makes you feel fun to like be able to like to throw it out. And so you play with it. You know, you like do that little toss. I don't know what it's called, but you like flip it open, right? With like a little flick of your wrist. That's really fun. That's really joyful. Right. And that can make you feel abundant because you're able to still invest in your new experiences. It can feel luxurious because how many people walk around with a fan? I do. And, um, you know, it just, and it's so fun. It's so fun. Right. So just rethink of how you're spending that last six dollars because you're kind of being in a, you know, if I'm being honest, it's, it's a desperate state of mind. So if you're desperate for that abundance, that joy, that luxury, Actually, get something that makes you feel abundant, joyful, and luxurious, not something that's just going to last with you for 30 minutes, and maybe they even got your drink wrong, and so you didn't really enjoy it, and it was your last $6, right? Moving on from that example, I think it's just, it's really important to be transparent with yourself all of the time, right? And when appropriate, be transparent with others, because like I said before, that's how we all grow, because the more that you ignore what's going on in your bank account, the less in control you are of your life and the adventure it is on. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. You don't want to get notifications that your bank account has now reached $0 or it's below or whatever. Or you don't want to be scared to spend something because you feel like you don't have the money, right? Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Look, I, I, it hurts. Money hurts. I know. Trust me. Um, it does. And we can all fall, right? And we're all going to fall. And maybe we're falling right now. But there is strength in showing up and facing the music. We all have money hiccups. Totally. It doesn't matter where you are. 
We all have financial hiccups. But it's whether or not we get back up and do the right things for us and those within our lives that makes a difference, right? Honestly, in the long run, it'll be no big deal. So there's that famous quote, quote, right? It's all will be okay in the end. If it's not okay, it's not the end. I wish I knew who wrote that. I think it's unknown, right? I, if it is known and you know what it is, please let me know. Please let me know. Um, but as far as I know, I believe, I believe that is an unknown quote. Like we don't know who wrote that. But I'm going to read it again. All will be okay in the end. If it's not okay, it's not the end, right? And that's something to really put in your pocket as you go through your financial journey, honestly. But if you just stand back and say, it's not okay, and I have to live with that because that's just how life is, you are accepting a non-abundant life and you're settling. Never settle with your finances. Make do, sure, but don't settle and don't let the patriarchy win. You know, and the way to really get out of that and to expand your thinking, to expand how far your money goes, I really, really recommend um, investing in yourself and invest in yourself by investing in your community. So um, what is your community? That's, your, that's self-defined, right? It could be your church. Um, it could be people you follow on Instagram. It could be your friends, your coworkers, uh, people you see at the gym, uh, you know, whatever. It could, be, it's, could be so many different spaces, right? But when you invest in them, when you invest in one of your, fo- like one of the people you follow on Instagram, like if you sign up for, I mean, I'm a coach, so this is where I'm gonna go to, but if you sign up for a life coach, that's going to help you get through a specific hurdle in your life, right? And you follow them and you support them, right? Like you are not just investing in them, you're investing in you and you are expanding yourself. You're reaching new barriers that you didn't think were possible before. So absolutely, nurture your finances, show up to the light, share with other people, and let's just make this a normal conversation. It's going to change your life and it's going to change the world if we can all do this really. So for the activity, I know we're finally there. Um, Not only was this a longer episode, but I also did that little ramble bullshit or whatever. (laughs) So for the activity this week, you know, it's pretty loose. And the reason why is because, you know, I'm sure you've heard a lot of tricks and tips and whatever else, right? Um, You know, people you could listen to is Dave Ramsey. You could hire a life coach like Stephanie Zenos of Money Muse. Yeah, I've met her. I would recommend her. She's really funny. Um, but anywho, yeah, I mean, I've listened to so much of Dave Ramsey, I, a lot of Dave Ramsey. And I've seen Stephanie. I've seen her. I, You know, I've been to one of her uh, webinars. It was really good. It was great. Um, and, you know, actually, I'll put her information in the show notes. But what I'd like to do is, you know, instead is I want you to simply challenge yourself. That's it. <laughs> That's the activity. I just want you to challenge yourself. You want me to go into more details? <laughs> sure, I'll, I'll go into more details. So yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I want you to, 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 to look at an area of your life that you feel some sort of dread about spending money on or doing, and um, I want you to find ways to spend less on it. So uh, for instance, if you're trying not to binge TV, Look into your subscriptions. Yes. You can always resubscribe later. Not everyone needs a subscription to Netflix. Okay. And then that saves you money. And perhaps it encourages you to look at all of your monthly subscriptions and how you can live with less of them. 
If food is a big hassle and you mostly eat out, challenge yourself to cook more at home. If you do cook at home and it's still too expensive, try meal planning. You may be buying too much food. So the activity this week for financial stability is to simply challenge yourself. Look at an area of your life that is a struggle. Think of it in a new way with new possibilities and try out something that makes that area easier and more joyful, joyful for you. Money is truly a self-defined journey, but don't worry, friend. You got this. I so believe in you. And with that, that has been the third item on life's to-do list, nurture stability into my finances. Woo-woo! So far, you know, um, episode one, the list, number one on the list is go after my happiness. The second one was tend to my garden. And then we just went over nurture stability into my finances. So um, there's more to come, more juicy, juicy things to come later on. We've got four more on life's to-do list. Um, you know, if you haven't already, follow me on Instagram. If you're going to tag something about this, um, you know, share something about this, tag me. I'd love to know. Um, I'd love to know what you end up challenging yourself with for this activity. That's And just to be clear, yeah, not, not every activity is going to be super detailed. It could be super loose, right? Because first off, I don't want I don't want my activities to be something that you kind of dread, right? And I want them to be really accessible. If you want to dive in deeper, um, we can work together, right? <laughs> but for this, I just want them to be really accessible. So yeah, so follow me on Instagram. Um, you know, if you haven't signed up for my newsletter, sign up for my newsletter. I tell you when things are coming out. I let you know when things are coming out, what they're about. I give you some juicy details about me and my life. Listen to my other podcasts. You know, if you're looking for a financial coach, look into Stephanie Zeno's. No, she did not pay me to advertise for her. Just real quick. I totally just thought of her and I thought might as well recommend, right? Because we're on the topic. So this has been Fruitful Living. I'm so glad that you were here. Can't wait to bring you the next item on life's to-do list. Thank you so much for being here. I so believe in you. And yeah, until next time, I'm just, I'm going to talk to you then. Okay, bye guys.